1: the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
2: All right, everybody. Second hour, and you can tell that Trent and I are truly pumped for the NCAA tournament. But uh, if you're a Hawk fan, and look, I, I know it's not the real deal, but it's better than the kick in the gonads. So why <laughs> That's not? That's really setting it high. Well... Why not be interested in the not-interested tournament? I am. Uh, To cover all that for us is Tom Kakert, Hawkeye Report. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hello, Tommy. Good
3: afternoon, gentlemen.
2: Are you excited about having Iowa in the NIT?
3: Well, it it beats the alternative of not having any (laughs) Iowa basketball. So uh, I suppose, yes. Uh, And Plus, spring football doesn't start until march twenty second oh. so uh, you know it gives us something to stew about until uh until that point
4: yeah, see, you know fun. one thing before we kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the n i t for the Hawkeyes is I guess I was a little bit surprised how close it seemed like the Hawkeyes were to being in. I figured after the loss to Indiana, yeah, you know they were one of the first four teams out, and with the win against Indiana, we felt it was going to take two, two, right, in the Big Ten tournament to get them in. That's probably not the case if they would beat the Hoosiers. At the very least, they're making their way to Dayton. Did that surprise you at all? Now, kind of looking back in
3: hindsight, it did a little bit, but then it just kind of tells you how close things were to uh, to them making it in. Maybe if they don't lose to Omaha, they get in. Maybe if they uh, the officials don't screw things up against Minnesota; uh, they get in, uh, or uh, hold on and beat Nebraska; they get in. Uh, there's a lot of always a lot of ifs and buts when you're right on the bubble, and uh, this year is no exception to that. Yeah, but, but
2: Tom, they did it to yeah. themselves by by just falling apart in that second half against uh, Indiana.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if they would have. Uh, Played better. Uh, Indiana just went nuts too. Mm, Indiana they did. played they did. to their um, to to the level that they could play to, and Iowa did not match that. And they just looked really kind of listless in the second half, and and never could. Got hit with a haymaker and could never counterpunch. Uh, to borrow from boxing.
4: Yeah, it got away in that game. Uh, just will leave a lot of people shaking their heads, especially. You know the way Iowa played uh, going into it right. the final two weeks of the regular season, how well they played Fran now two and seven has he talked at all about tweaking things going into the big ten tournament practice schedules i don't know what music they listen to, who knows be it what they're doing right now it hasn't worked for four straight years against double digit seeds
3: that's the that's the big thing that you look at you know the deal of our record obviously disappointing, but you look at the last four years when you lose to – um Northwestern and Illinois and, mm-hmm. and Indiana is not a 10 seed in a, in a big 10 tournament, but they were seeded 10th. So, um, you know, that's four years in a row of losing to substandard teams, uh, in, in conference. And that's just not, that's not a good look to, to borrow a, a commonly used phrase. It's just, uh, I think that's something maybe we'll talk to Fran after the season about, because uh, at this point he's not going to give right, us a yeah. solid answer, and I don't think he's going to want to. Uh, he'll he'll kind of do the parents uh, deferring until we'll look at those things in the out of season kind of commentary.
4: You know, the good news though for Fran is he's been able to come back every year and see his boys down at the state tournament, so that's worked out well.
3: <laughs> yeah, and he had. I did ask him about that last night uh, when we had a little teleconference with him about. Being able to, to get over there and 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 see Patrick and Connor win a state title and um, how nice that was for him and for his family and you know he was that brought his spirits up obviously sure. and not that his spirits were down at all but um, just talking about his boys and seeing them do that I mean that's pretty special for a from a dad perspective uh, to see your kids win a win a state title and and your one son who's a senior go out uh, a state champion
2: mm-hmm, absolutely. Um- we're talking with Tom Capert on the uh Draft House 50 hotline. Tommy, um as far as fan reaction, you know, Trent and I pay close attention to Twitter and even some of those goofy message boards. Uh, <laughs> like Tom's? Uh, yeah, like Tom's. Uh. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, Tom, you you you've seen it. So, uh do you think there'll be a decent crowd that shows up with no students?
3: I think so. Um, fans tend to show up for these NIT games for some reason and it's always you know it might not be a full house but it's right you know people who might not go to games on a regular basis that kind of get caught up in the moment of March Madness and and um, they've been some pretty raucous crowds I remember that uh, that Dayton game that one year was just really one of the wilder crowds I've been to at Carver Hawkeye and I think they'll have a good turnout. I think it'll be fun, and, um, you know, hopefully they can make a run here uh, in, in the tournament. They're going to, as long as they keep playing these next three games, um, they would be at home. So that's a huge advantage sure. going into the tournament.
4: Yeah, with the number one seed, uh, mm-hmm. the chance to host, and if they win those three. A uh, peek at the bracket, though, Tom. And, and, by the way, tickets have just gone on sale for the general they public, have. so yep. if you're listening Hey, hop on the phone, hop on the computer, you can get your tickets if you want to make your way to Carver for South Dakota. Uh, looking at the bracket, though, you've got Clemson there, Blossom game, very good basketball player, mm-hmm. inconsistent in the ACC, but overall, you know, we were talking a little bit before, it's an NIT bracket, we're not exactly breaking things down, and much like bowl games, it's about who wants to be there. Still looks like a pretty difficult draw for Iowa, even getting those home games.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, South Dakota... Pretty good team. The Mooney wow. kid's really good shooting guard, about six three, and kind of reminds me his game's a little bit like maybe like a Matt Gatons kind of game. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have quite the size, but he's a strong kid who's uh, you know pretty crafty and can really shoot it from deep. Um, the Fleck kid is pretty good to the the forward. He was a first team All Summit League, so. They've they've got some good players, and obviously Trey Dickerson, the mm-hmm. point guard, who was at Iowa for a year and sat out last year, and he's um, you know they I think their third leading scorer, ten point four a game. So they've got some pretty decent players. I looked, and, and they you know they they're from the same league that Omaha is in, and they won that league, and Omaha beat Iowa, so right. that gets your attention too.
2: Oh, this um, is, it's got some storylines, I guess. I, I mean, it's just not so blasé that, oh, okay, yeah, they're going to play this nobody team. It's got some decent storylines to it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, potentially um, TCU coming to Iowa City, if no. Iowa can get past that the would first be game, that, that would be
2: interesting.
3: That's a tough team. Um, you know, they still got to play Fresno, but, uh, you know, you kind of look at TCU as a team that just beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was without Josh Jackson, and they had uh, you know some foul problems, and uh, Graham went down in that game for a little bit with an ankle. But still, you beat you beat Kansas in Kansas City. That's a uh, yep. that's a feat, and uh, yeah, they stunk it up against Iowa State a little bit. But uh, boy, they're you know that's a good good team with Jamie Dixon as their coach.
4: Hey Tom, uh, back for a moment to Trey Dickerson and uh, a guy that came in after playing juco basketball incredibly quick to get to the rim. But you now what were the reasons it didn't work out for him with, with Francis and playing in Iowa city?
3: I think it was more, he just got frustrated. He wanted to play and he was behind Cassell and Clements. And, and um, you remember when they brought him in, it was in part because they, well, they missed out on Tyler Eulis for one, right. uh, but then um, and then they were kind of just looking for a point guard, and at that point, Clements was really struggling. So, um, you know, he had turned he turned it around that year, and he just kind of got stuck behind those guys, and he wanted to play. So, you know, I can't blame him for looking at other options, mm-hmm. and he did, and um, ended up at uh, South Dakota. When, when you assess the overall
2: work of Iowa this year the struggles that they went through, then the run at the end of the season, and then to have the disturbing loss to Indiana in the fashion that had happened in that uh, tournament game. How would you assess the season?
3: You know, I look back to what I thought before the season and compare it to where they ended up, and it's pretty much almost right where I thought they would be, which was probably an NIT team, Mm but would be in a bubble conversation if things went well and they, they were in the bubble conversation. They played their way on the bubble late in the year. And I think that's probably what you would expect from a, a relatively young team. And then, you know, you throw in Pete's back issues the second half of the year. Um, I think, you know, what they've done is probably set a pretty good foundation for the future. Um, and, a lot of the guys, frankly, have been better than I thought. I think Cook's been probably about where I thought he would be. Pemsel's certainly been better than I thought he would be, and, and Bill Hannon, obviously, uh, better than I think just about everybody thought he could be this year. So um, you've got a really solid foundation, and, and you've got some good players coming in next year in, in Nunji and uh, Luke Garza. Give him some more size in the middle and uh, Connor McCaffrey coming in to help uh, in the guard court.
4: You know, Tom, you mentioned those uh, new guys, and I was reading over at Hawkeye Report over the weekend a little bit more about Jack Nungy. You know, the way that it's been relayed, and you, you watch his film and what he's done in high school. You know, Utah starter skinny guy, 6'9", but he's yep. grown. And, and there were people on there saying that he might be all of 6'11". I mean, you're talking about a kid that can step out, can hit threes with that kind of size. There aren't many guys like that in college basketball. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I talked to him uh probably about a month ago. Uh he was back for one of the games and, and just kind of went over and said hey to him and and I said, "How tall are you now?" And he goes, "I'm 6'11" now." And I was like, "Wow, okay. That's and he looks all the 6'11". Mm-hmm. And he does have kind of the Utah skill set. He's um you know, a, a really lanky a uh, tall guy who can shoot. He shot forty percent from three, um, and that makes him a really tough matchup. He's going to have to get stronger, uh, but you know he's a unique skill set. And his high school teams it just knocked off uh, the number one team in the state, Indiana, in Class Four A in the state playoffs with uh, a top five player in the 2018 class, Romeo Langford, on that team. And Romeo went for uh, 44 in wow. that game. Nunchy, wow. He's unguardable. He's probably the top guard in that class. And then Nunji in that game went for, I think it was 22-18 and 18 in that game. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, mm-hmm. playing at a high level against good competition.
2: That's, that's awesome. Uh, a former Hawkeye, uh, Jared Utoff, uh goes to Dallas, signs a 10-day NBA contract, was on the bench. Next day they sent him to whatever their team is. It might be Rio Grande Valley he plays then they recall him and now he's back on the bench in Dallas welcome to the nba and 10 day contracts
3: welcome to the, the circle of life on the end of an nba bench
1: yeah
3: <laughs> that's just how it goes and yeah. especially with those teams that are um probably not going to make the playoffs they're, they're going to cycle guys through and see if they can find gold you, know, you look at what dallas did i mean they brought yogi in right. for a 10 day contract right. and He's he's played great, and there's another starting point guard. So you just you hope that Jared can kind of carve out a niche there. And, you know, Dirk Nowitzki's not going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like he might, but, um, you know, Utah's got kind of that similar skill set. So uh, maybe he can carve a niche, learn from Dirk, and and uh, find his way in, into the lineup in Dallas. Hey, Tom, I saw also that they were listing him now at
2: 6'10". Does that sound right to you?
3: Yeah, I think he measured at the NFL or the NBA combine last year, like six nine and a half, okay. something like that. So okay. um, that sounds about right for him. And uh, he's—I'm glad Jared's getting a shot. Hopefully, it'll work out for him, and he can stick with them and and uh, get in their camp again and and stick on that roster.
4: Looking forward to it. Should be a, a fun tournament. Before we let you go, Tom, you decided not to make the trek out to DC. Uh, It was uh, with good reason for it. Not many media members from uh, Iowa out there for that one. As a whole, the Big Ten tournament in D.C., your thoughts on and how it went the first year and uh, nothing announced for future dates. Do you think they'll be back in D.C. as well?
3: I don't think. I think it's a one and done in D.C. I don't think we'll see it back there. I think we'll see New York City one year and one and done there. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it'll be back to uh, where it should be in Chicago and in Indianapolis. Either okay. of those two locations are are fine with everybody, but I, I, you know, the attendance looked like it was down quite a bit. Uh, it didn't help them that Maryland got bounced.
2: Right. Um,
3: but, um, yeah, the attendance is down. I know a lot of uh, media members who did not go this year. So um, just, to, you know, I, I think the Big Ten did what they wanted to do, but they've learned their lesson here.
2: Look, we know we know what it was about. It's a money grab and the opportunity now to get BTN on all the cable systems. And it's the same deal for New York next year. They want to expand that footprint for their television network because they can charge higher ad revenue. We understand it. We just don't like it.
3: Yeah, it's just going to be a two-year thing of enduring it and... uh Hopefully that's it, and then we can get back to going to St. Elmo's and Gibson's and <laughs> hanging out in those places.
4: Sounds very good. Tom, is always, good catching up with you. Uh, football, when's the official first day of spring football for the Hawkeyes?
3: March 22nd, and then they'll have the the uh, spring practice thing in, at, uh, in Des Moines on April 7th, and then the uh, spring game on uh, April 21st, both Friday nights this okay. year.
4: Friday Night Lights with the Iowa football team. Looking forward to it, Tom, as always. Appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me on, guys. See you, Tom. There you go. Tom, by the way, make sure you go the Slippery Noodle in Indianapolis.
4: Yeah, you say that a lot.
2: It's a great place. Are you sure it's even still there? I don't know. I'll look it up during the commercial Until break. Yeah. I figured. All right. Yeah, slippery it, Noodle. Slippery Noodle. You want to check it right now?
4: Well, you've told me to go there a half dozen times. It
2: has like three different bands all playing at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, I've never eaten dinner there, so I don't know about the food. There it is. The Indiana's oldest bar. Yes. Home of the blues yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. It sounds awful. It sounds great. Are you kidding me? I, I don't like blues music. Well, they have, like, in one room it'll be the blues, in the other room it'll be rock, in another room it'll be country. Yeah, sounds like a lot of work. Let's <laughs> go to a sports bar and watch games and drink <laughs> beer. I want to throw it down on the floor.
4: You get on the dance floor still. Oh, yeah. I take the walker.
2: Do you look and like I, Elaine Bennis who? in Seinfeld? Oh, no, I do not look like that. <laughs> That's how I picture you. <laughs> oh, no. That's how I picture no, man, did you. Man, I see, can freaking moonwalk. Did you see her tweet out last bra- yeah, night? Yeah, I saw that. I can still break a little bit. Yeah. Question. Break dance? Yeah, then my body breaks. Yeah, but... break a
4: hip, maybe. <laughs> break dance? Get I out can of throw there. it down. Heck yeah. 82 years
1: old.
2: Do you think hey, you 92 these? to you, and I look 82. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm taking that as a compliment. Jimmy TC is the Big Talker,
1: 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's
4: time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roofs, sloped or pitched.
1: All right, guys, huddle up. Coach's car battery died, and he's running behind. And since I haven't been paying attention, I have no idea what plays we run or what most of your names are, for that matter. So what I'll do is I'm going to pop this antacid tablet. I'll fall down. I'll fake a heart attack, and then you guys act shocked and concerned and stuff. hopefully that will buy me enough time for the coach to get here. All right, team on three.
5: Make sure you'll be there. Get a car battery test today. Find a location at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable.
1: If you're familiar with cloud computing, you probably know that Amazon Web Services offers a complete set of secure compute, storage, application, and deployment services that help companies launch and scale their IT infrastructures while lowering costs. But did you know that you are still responsible for protecting your own AWS-based assets, meaning your applications and data, from advanced cyber threats? Protect your AWS with Barracuda Network's Advanced Firewall Solutions. Visit AWS Marketplace or barracuda.com slash AWS to learn more hiring is the most challenging part of my job it's really hard the searching the sorting through resumes most people don't have the right experience we started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago right from the start you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier one click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards all the top sites all of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them thumbs up if I like them thumbs down if I didn't no emails and attachments printing up docs phone calls none of that
4: and I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter.
1: Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 200-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest
4: way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com
1: music. That's ZipRecruiter.com music. ZipRecruiter.com music.
4: Cotton in here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
1: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515 262 STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515 262 STAR. Of course, 24 month TV and 12 month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates of clients second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment not return on fees conditions conditions supply. Call for details. Offer ends 121-17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B. and T.C. on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back in. We uh, roll all the way till 3 o'clock today for your listening and dancing pleasure. Speaking of dancing, uh, are you working on your, you're, you're like on the web constantly, like viewing different upsets, viewing different teams are, yeah. you, are you are you writing down things or are you just perusing still just perusing just okay. looking
4: through all right well i wanted to talk a little bit we'll move off the brackets for a moment okay. here, but i want to talk college basketball as we go into now what week number two of coach watch over at forest avenue for drake Yes. And we've heard a lot of names. We've heard the local yes. connections, the Matt Woodleys, the DeVries. We've heard those ones. We've heard some pie-in-the-sky theories that are out there as well that just aren't going to happen. Though, no. mm-hmm. tell you what, go back to when Dr. Tom Davis right. was uh, named the coach. If somebody would have said that to you a couple days ago Oh, before, I would have yeah. get out of Dr. here. Dr. Tom's not coming. Yeah. He's been retired for four years. Yeah. It's yeah. not coming out to coach <laughs> <Yeah>. a it. <drink. laughs> There he was. What? What? And it was, <laughs> and it was a move that made sense. So what's the avenue to go? Local ties, guy that knows Drake, whatever it may be, MVC. I was thinking more big picture, though. Over the weekend, John Gross fired at Illinois. Yes. Guy that's been incredibly successful. Didn't get it done at Illinois. Nope. Had him close. Right. Never could get through, though. Made the NCAA term his first year. Can recruit. He can recruit. Absolutely he can recruit. Look at what he did at Ohio. Took them to two NCAA mm-hmm. tournaments. And remember, though, the MAC is a bigger stature-wise conference than the MVC. It's not a better basketball league than the MVC. Right. It is every year to get to the tournament. They have not had a large team, I believe, since 1997. Yeah, it's been a long time. We're talking 20 years yeah. since they've had a team make the NCAA as at large. So that shows you that the MAC in terms of basketball stature, doesn't have the same kind of billing as Mm -hmm. the MVC. Mm -hmm. But he was successful there, won a lot of games, got his team to the tournament twice. Remember, they beat Georgetown in the NCAA tournament. This is a guy that's done well. If you're looking for a rebound guy and a guy that I think could do a good job here, I think there's worse candidates. Would
2: he take it?
4: Well, and that's the question for a lot of the guys like that. I mean, you want to go crazy and you throw in, like, a Mark Godfrey. Mark Godfrey's not taking the Drake. Somebody said that to me the other day. Mark Godfrey's (laughs) not coming to Drake. He just isn't. No. And I don't think Godfrey is that good of a coach, but he's not coming to Drake because how do you think the coaching fraternity looks at the Drake job right now, Jim? How do they look at it?
2: Probably uh, almost an impossible rebuild and mired in mediocrity for the last how many years? Mediocrity. <laughs> in the dumpster. They'd be happy to be mediocre. Yeah, really, in the dumpster. It's that's a graveyard. It. Yeah.
4: It's where coaches go to go die. Go to die. And outside of a guy that's a fringe Hall of Famer in Dr. Tom Davis, nobody in the last 40 years has been able to get it done. Mm-hmm. Keno for one year and then left the door. Right. You have a new president. Though Marty. He was at Gonzaga. He was also the dean of the law school there. He wasn't the school president. That's correct. So you don't know exactly how his ideals work with athletics. I mean, mm-hmm. that's another question. You have an athletic director that if you dig deep, you're going to find stories. You do just a Google search. Hey, I got a phone call from a Sandy Hatfield. Ooh, story number one. Oh, no, that's not good. Story number two. That's not good. <laughs> so you do some research on the AD. Yeah. Not good. Not good. You do research on the school president. You don't know a whole lot. Correct. You look at the basketball pedigree during any coach's lifetime, not good. Not good. Who's coming here? Who's coming here outside of the candidates that know it? And John Grossi might might very well be a guy that'd say, I'm going to hold off. Yeah. There are other places I can go be an assistant somewhere, I can catch on somewhere, bide my time for a year or two and jump back, sure. or take a job that has more upside than the Drake job there, does. That's
2: See, that's the problem. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how it's the, looked at. The upside is pretty much non-existent.
4: Now, we think it's better here, I think, than nationally it's looked at. Right.
2: But, well, that's because we're here. That's, right.
4: That's why. Well, and we understand. I mean, they win five games in yeah. conference at the beginning in January. Yeah.
2: People are, people. doing cartwheels. yeah, they are. I mean,
4: people are falling over themselves.
2: You, I mean, the place was uh, slammed now for, you weren't for the U and I Drake game. I was, I did not, I was not here for, for the Drake year. No, I was not here for that. Yeah, no,
4: it was, it was incredible. Yeah. And I was baffled by it. I yep. really was. I, I was new to town on top of it. I'd been here less than a year. Okay. And I'm looking around saying, what is going on here? What, you know, to me, it was, well, this is an Iowa slash Iowa State market. Drake, they're just, they're in the town, but that's it. Yeah, that's it.
2: It just goes it to show It wasn't that you, way at all. If indeed they have a decent team, yeah, people get excited. They won what, five what, games yeah.
4: against pretty bad whether, teams. Whether in the if you're an Iowa
2: State or an Iowa, or a UNI fan, it's ten minute drive. Yeah. So look, I as soon as I got to town, I went to their games. Well, I wanted to see Creighton play at that time. McDermott was playing for them. And so I wanted to make sure that I saw that. I went when St. Mary's was here, when Della Vidova was playing for them. So, I, I mean, there's they have they have had some pretty good teams roll through there. So if they were, dare I say, 500, they would draw pretty well? Yeah. If decently. they were
4: 500? If you could get this thing built back up. and And what it would take, I think, for the community to get really involved. Not just... Hey, you know, we got 4,000 when Wichita came in. Yeah. We had a nice mid-major that came through, and we got, we got 3,500 on a Wednesday good, night. Good crowd for you and I. Yeah, not, not those games, but Evansville's coming. Sure. In. And you got 6,000 in the building yeah. for that. I think it is being relevant year in and year out. You mm-hmm. can't have the drop-downs to 3 and 15. conference. Right. You can't have that. Right. Where you're low-water market, in a down year when you're rebuilding, you go 7 and 11 in conference. You're around 500. And then once every three, four years, you have a team good enough to compete for the regular season title, and you go to St. Louis feeling like you have a chance to win that thing. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. We're Mm -hmm. not talking about sustaining a level that Keno had for one year. Right. I don't think that's the conversation. It's not realistic. No, it's not. And I don't think it should be what the baseline should be for the community to get behind the team. But if you can get to that, and really, that's all you and I has done. I think sometimes people... Their memory of you and I over the last fifteen years gets a little bit warped. There's been plenty of down years in. Oh, there, as there well. has been, yeah. But the thing is, their down years means they finish fifth in the conference, right? Not ten. Yes. They still go down there with the chance, and they'll beat a good team along the way, and it'll keep you interested in those kind of
2: things. They're not always in the Drake Invitational.
4: They're not cratering to. Oh boy, they're three and fifteen. They yeah. don't get to that even this year, which was a hugely disappointing year for a lot of people. Yes, they were picked third in the preseason. They finished third. Even in this year, as disappointing as mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. they finished third in the conference. Right. That's what you and I has done. But it's not every year that they're going down there with a realistic chance of winning the thing, but you build it up and by the time you got a group of a big class of juniors and seniors that kind of work up their way together, that's what they're building right now with a lot of freshmen in that last class, then 2 years down the road Right. Let's see if we can put a fifteen and three on the board, and we'll schedule very smartly in the non sure. and give ourselves a chance at a an large. And if we don't, well, we know we got to go to Arch Madness, but we at least have a shot at doing that. That needs to be the recipe for journey.
2: So Hatfield Club apparently is going to make the decision. Yes. Uh, there's been no talk at all about her being removed or even being removed from the decision. Where are you on that decision? Hey, it's. I
4: think it's wrong. We've been saying it for months. Yeah. But it is what it is. She's the AD. She's the athletic director. She absolutely should. And I think it would be even worse if it wasn't her decision, if she still maintained the role as athletic director. Oh, I
2: I agree with that. And
4: wasn't allowed to make the coaching hire. If you're going to not get rid of her, then let her do her job. And her job, part of it, is getting coaches. Mm Mm-hmm. She, outside of Jenny Baraznik, hasn't done a very good job of it, but you're going to keep her in that role? Let her do her job. Yeah. That's what she's going to do. I don't know. I, I would like, I think DeVries would be a good hire. I he think followed, that's one he, that makes sense. I,
2: I'm going to put a word in for him because he now follows me on Twitter.
4: <laughs> me as well.
2: Yeah. He followed a couple of nights yeah, ago. I he did. followed you, me, yeah. Marty, Ken. Yeah. All, basically, yeah. all the Des Moines
4: media. Yeah. He, he, I, saw he, he I went and looked up. at his follow list. and <laughs> Hey, look, he clicked on all yeah. of us. Yeah,
2: I know. That was great. But uh, yeah.
4: I, I think he's a guy that understands Drake enough and the NBC enough that Mm-hmm. He could at the very least get going, but it comes down to getting guys
2: right yeah you can't you can gotta get guys. We said this earlier you you cannot win without mm-hmm. talent, you can be the greatest coach on the planet, yeah, you can be red r back you're not going to win yeah unless you got players, and red always did he did he always had players he always had players, so i look you i mean that's the, that's it for every coach will tell you that it's not me it's the players that we have. I just give them. I've tried to put them in in places where they have the best chance to succeed. That's what the coach does. But you have to get players. So that comes down to, A, quality assistants who are out, Mm -hmm. out and about trying to convince guys to come to Drake. And here's the other thing, Trent. How difficult is it to convince a kid to come to Drake? I mean, with the web and everything, all you got to do is just dial them up. And it just looks awful. It just looks awful. So the sales job to get a kid who you think could contribute and contribute maybe right away, man, that's a tough sell. It is. It's
4: a tough sell. Let's get out to the phone lines here. You can join us at 515-264-1700. we got Bruce on the line with us. Good afternoon, Bruce.
6: Here's how I think Drake could Build a good basketball program as well as a good sports program all over all the way around. What they need to do is terminate the employment of Hatfield Club, which you've been talking about, mm-hmm. and then they need to get Steve Nogle, who is um, Jamie Pollard's right hand person in that department up there, to take their job as an athletic director. Hired the coach, and he's a hell of a fundraiser too. Okay, he knows what, and he grew up in Des Moines. He knows, he
3: knows the territory. That's my thought. It's Steve Nogle. Hi.
6: Okay,
4: Nogle, All it. right, to throw in there, I know the name. Yeah, you know the name. Uh, well, and David Harris used to be the right hand v- man. Yes, he's up at you right and I now. right now.
2: You got it. Yeah, I mean that's look. That's the way guys advance their career. Look, I. I'm frustrated over the Hatfield Club thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not the guy calling the shot. You know, Marty's calling that shot. And apparently what Marty sees or hears, apparently he's okay with. So if he's okay with it, then that's who's going to make the coaching hire. Let's get back to the phone
4: lines. We got Robert on the line with us. What's going on, Robert? Hey, what's going I'm with you, buddy. I'm doing well. How are you doing, pal? I'm doing that out.
7: Uh, where where are you with Iowa State? Okay.
4: You know, Robert, it's a good question. You know, with with the way the brackets set up, I don't have a great feeling they're going to get to Madison Square Garden. Do you? Just peeking at it last
2: night. Yeah.
4: TCU in the next round.
2: TCU TCU can play, and they're and, see they're excited to be in the NIT. They, they absolutely are. Yeah. In Dixon's first year. Yes. And then
4: you couple that with. If they get by that, then it's more likely Clemson. Mm-hmm. I don't like that matchup. For yeah,
2: Venezuela. yeah. Look, this is, <laughs> this is not they, – they didn't get dealt an easy hand, in other words, getting to the NIT. I do remember, however, when they did go to Virginia and won on the road, and that helped them get to the NIT in Madison Square Garden, and then they got beaten in the final by a very good Baylor team. And look how Baylor has parlayed that NIT victory – and uh, all of the runs that they have made now into the NCAA tournament. So for Baylor, it paid off. Look, I, for me and you know how I am on this, Trent. Yeah, I want guys to play. Mm-hmm. I I I would be if they weren't in the NIT season over. All right, kick them to the curb and disperse and go play in your pickup games. But here, you get an opportunity to continue to build on what you thought you had going down the stretch into the Big Ten tournament. Right. Okay, and then falling apart in the second half. All right, Indiana started lit it up. Hawks, yeah. Hawks went dumpster fire. All right, so you can reclaim some of that. If you can rebuild yourself and make a little bit of a run in the NIT, and I think they can, yeah.
4: and, and that would, and even if they don't get to Madison Square Garden, if they get beat in the quarterfinals, okay. that's still good. Yeah, you get three more games sure. under your belt, yeah. couple more weeks. Yeah, play. Couple high more high pressure situations, sure. not an awful thing at all. And by the way, it's Frank Nogel, the guy up at Iowa State. Okay, call or pass that along. Oh, not Steve Nogel. appreciate that, Frank. Okay, Frank Nogel.
2: I, I didn't do know. know a guy named Steve, though. Do you? Yeah. I,
4: I don't know yeah. Frank Nogle from Adam. Okay. Never heard of his okay. name.
2: But, but Steve Nogle, you know.
7: I don't know either. Of you him. don't know him?
4: No. <laughs> Back to the phone lines again at 264-1700. We got Craig on the line. What's going on, Craig?
7: Oh, Craig, I'm just um, wondering why Drake doesn't uh, go after some of the good assistants who uh, probably do a great job.
2: You, you got, Greg, you've got to convince them.
7: Well, you you know, like Steve Forbes, he he assisted at Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, he's from Lone Tree, Iowa, right?
4: He's the head coach at East 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 Tennessee Tennessee State. Yeah, I don't think that would work out very well, though, Uh, Craig. You know how he's uh, built programs (laughs) that he's been at a lot of junior college, a lot of second chances. I think the administration over Forest Avenue would frown upon the way Forbes has got guys over the years.
7: How about Dean Oliver at Illinois State?
4: Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. I, that's one that I think would make a ton of sense. A guy that certainly people in the state know. Every high school coach knows, knows who, who Dean Oliver is. Yep. Highly successful, is at North Dakota with uh, Coach Jones up there. Mm-hmm. Bennett, Illinois State, and they're highly successful here. That's one, Craig, that I haven't heard much. I really like that one. Same thing though. Is Dean Oliver a guy that's, what, 37, 38? Right in there. Yeah, he's not 40 yet. No, he's a year older than me. I played in high school yeah. against him. and Yeah. He, he's a guy, does he take the job, though, or does he say, I'm going to wait for something that I feel more confident with? You know what I'm saying, Craig?
7: Well, I'll tell you, if you don't go for an assistant, you know, these guys, like the guy from Illinois, he, he's making more money on his payout than he would make know, it great.
1: You got that price. That's a good you, point, You too.
6: got that You right, know rate. I mean? Yeah. and.
7: and well, they they have they've got some good coaches around here like Matt Woodley would do a good job. Mm-hmm. Well without a doubt. And there's a couple high school coaches. I think the Hoover job, the the guy that coaches the Hoover would do a great job coaching it at, yeah. at Drake.
4: 40 yeah.
7: You know, he he was a assistant at what, Stenson for seven years?
4: Mm-hmm. He was.
7: And uh they they just need to get some local flavor back in here, get somebody that fans can identify with. And uh I, I, the national coaching search, I I don't think it'll work out well.
2: All right, Craig. It's always good to hear from you, pal. Thank you. Take care, guys. Okay, see you. Good stuff out of him. Jimmy TC, the Big Talker, 1700.
1: Your road to March Madness. pulled back into the 10-3 stretch. That's down low. Johnson makes it home. It's down the one. NCAA basketball on Westwood One with 1700 KBGG. But he shoots and scores.
8: Sponsored by Billion Automotive and Mr. Executive.
1: The biggest games are on 1700 KBGG. What's it up? Yeah! The
0: NCAA on Westwood One with 1700 KBGG. See you soon.
4: Hey, it's Jimmy B and TC for Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway
2: in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game: football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it, even cricket.
5: Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members.
2: Anytime Fitness, Prairie Trail, Compassion Builders International, Des Moines Mobile Wash Incorporated, Financial Architects Incorporated, Aaron Plaskus, Gillum Group Real Estate, Great Caterers of Iowa Incorporated, The Rib Shack, Iowa Mail Contractors LLC. I Thrive31 LLC. The Original Pancake House. Pansy Real Estate Team Patrice Noble. Porch Light Coffee House. Remax Precision. Rialanas of Des Moines. Stone Age Granite. TMJ Roofing Services. Travis Coburn Photography. Tough Shed. TYH Humanitarian Foundation. Christine L. Werman.
5: The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at Ankeny.org.
1: I'm Jason Horowitz with a March Madness countdown as the 2017 Men's NCAA Tournament Field is set. Game action gets underway tomorrow and Wednesday with first four doubleheader action from Dayton. And of course, it's wall-to-wall action Thursday and Friday. Is your bracket ready? If not, time is running out. To follow all the games and scores
2: and make sure you don't miss any of the excitement, tune in to Westwood One's exclusive coverage of the entire
1: NCAA tournament
2: right here.
8: Your floors are under attack from overwatered plants to overflowing dog bowls. But the Home Depot has water-resistant Pergo Outlast Plus Laminate Flooring starting at just $279 a square foot. So you and your floors get to fight back with 24-hour spill protection that stands up to liquids for a whole day without damage. The next generation of laminate flooring is Pergo Outlast Plus, starting at just $279 a square foot, exclusively from The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only.
9: Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings, much more. Yes, while Geico could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, Geico has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center,
1: West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back. We go till 3 o'clock. We were talking earlier in the show about Dan Muller of Illinois State. Tweeting out, uh, "Hey, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC, Pac-12, Big East. Please call me and we can schedule some games." Well, the uh, athletic director at Old Miss says, "I'm here with Coach Kennedy, and since he doesn't do Twitter, he said to give us a call. We'd love to match up. Love it. So Absolutely I like, love it. I like that. Yes, yes. I really do."
4: You know a lot of people looked at Illinois State knew they're going to be good. They yep. didn't have the name brand as Wichita. Right. Even that you and I has as you've seen their stature grow, mm-hmm. they've been able to schedule better because of that. Illinois State wasn't quite in that position. Exactly, they got shut out. Yeah, good to see that. uh, That'll be raised, and looking forward to Illinois State down in Oxford. That'll be
2: fun. That'll be fun. All right, let's get to the phones. Uh, It's always fun when Ian Murphy from the uh, Trib, the Ames Trib, comes on with us. We'll do a little Iowa State conversation. He comes to us, of course, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ian, good afternoon, pal.
6: Hey, how's it going, guys? I think uh, yeah. I think Iowa and Penn State set up a wrestling duel on Twitter a couple of years they ago. Did. So. Did they
2: did. Oh wow! They There's did. There's
6: precedent for that.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, I thought that was pretty cool by Dan Mullen to do that. Don't you? Oh yeah, that's awesome. I'm. I'm real curious. What's the buzz around the campus right now, and how many people are packing to get through the snow to get to Milwaukee?
6: Um, I think we saw this weekend that Iowa State fans will drive just about anywhere. Um, Milwaukee, pretty doable drive. Um, I've done it before. So I think you're going to see a lot of Cardinal and Gold in Milwaukee this weekend.
4: Well, a little less than five hours to yep. get there from Ames. So it'll be a, a day trip for everybody heading over. And well, you got plenty of time. I mean, there's going to be people that can work a half day on Thursday and get there before the 9 <laughs> yeah. o'clock yeah. tip-off.
6: Yeah, that's a that's a deadline killer for Travis. But, uh, yes, yes. He'll uh, he'll find a way. So the
2: media's bitching already. <laughs> <laughs> deadline killer. The game is on while the TV stations are doing their thing on TV, so they can't have any local coverage. Oh man, that's tough for Trent and I. Right in our wheelhouse. No problem. Yeah, problem. we love to watch games <laughs> at that time. All right, let's get to it a little bit. Uh, the the excitement over winning again. A Big 12 tournament championship, third time in four years. I, I mean, it's it's just got to be off the chart how good everybody is feeling right now.
6: Yeah, I mean, what what can you say that really hasn't hadn't been said this weekend? There's all these doubts in the preseason that they're going to be as good as they were last year, um, or even two years ago. There's all kinds of talk outside the program, and they just kind of came in and got the job done, and they're the Big 12 tournament champions for the third time in four years i mean the play of monte more is to play of deontay burton even the role players like Bowie and holden this weekend stepped up in huge ways so i mean if there's a time to get hot like i've said a couple of times now with you guys they're going to do it in the tournament and they did it again
4: they did it's incredible what they've been able to do and accomplish uh throughout the senior class and what they've done down in kansas city I guess there there's the good side of it. They've gone on from playing in the title game and gone on and made a run. There's the other side of it, though, a couple of years ago. Go down to Kansas City, win it, and then UAB happens. Yep. Now, different coaching staff, but many of these guys were around for that. Has that been a topic of conversation yet? Has anybody brought UAB up into the mix?
6: You know, Not that I've seen. Um, I don't know that... I think a lot of these guys are so young, and most of these guys weren't even here for that one. Mm-hmm. So there's something to take from that, that yes, you can go in and win your conference tournament and then losing the first round of the NCAA tournament happens all the time. It's happened to some of these guys in the past, but I think that was so long ago now that and like you said, a different coaching staff, they're probably not going to think too much about that. Um, I think it does give them a useful perspective to say those seniors that can say, okay guys, we've been here before, we know what it's like to lose, we're not going to do that this time. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's something to be taken from that, but I don't know that that's A huge, huge concern at this juncture.
2: Ian Murphy's our guest, the Ames Tribune on the Draft House 50 hotline. Ian, I'm real curious now about the way that Steve Prohm defended his point guard in Monte Morris, particularly after what he did in the Big 12 Conference Tournament in Kansas City and the way now that this team is taking what they have done and carrying it over against a Nevada team that plays a very similar style. Look, we always talk about it's matchups and styles in the tournament that make good games or lousy games. This one, at least on paper, looks like it really could be a high-scoring game and be a lot of fun.
6: Yeah, I think this is going to be a great one to watch. Um, I was just looking at the numbers of Iowa State. Gives up seventy-two points a game. Nevada gives up seventy-point-nine. Uh, Twenty-nine RPI for Nevada or Nevada. Um, thinking high school coverage. Uh, Twenty-two <laughs> for Iowa State. So yeah, I mean, twelve and six in the conference for Iowa State. Fourteen. Uh, they both score about eighty points. Eighty-one for Iowa State. Eighty for Nevada or Nevada. Um, <laughs>
4: Got you again, so, yeah. Adam, yeah,
6: yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a. This could be a high-scoring, fun game to watch, like you were saying.
4: You know, another big uh, surprise for me throughout the weekend down in Kansas City, you mentioned the name, Daryl Bowie, a guy that hadn't scored in double digits since back January 11th before the Big 12 tournament. Then he has two games where he puts up double digits. We know what Jackson's morphed into, a guy that seemingly is going to hit every shot that he takes, shooting 62% from downtown over the last month-plus of the season. Now, the bench roles have been pretty well-defined, but Bowie, this is a guy that could come in there, help out on the inside, bang, and, and if he scored like the way he did in two of those three games, boy, you're talking about a team now that has a little bit of depth inside and yet another component for this Iowa State team.
6: Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, he just he didn't come out of nowhere, obviously. We, he was a known commodity, but he really stepped it up in this tournament, I think. I can't remember which game it was, but he had three dunks in one game. He yeah. said it was the first time he's had three dunks since high school. <laughs> So he came out ready to play, and he knew exactly what he needed to do to make an impact for this team, and he went out and did it.
2: You know, what's what gets me is this tournament, the committee I don't really hear, aside from Jim Beheim, crying the blues, I don't really hear anybody really complaining other maybe than Illinois State and their resume just wasn't strong enough to get them in. In your estimation, as you look at everything, did the committee do a a really good job at least this year?
6: Yeah, I think they did. I don't have any gripes with the teams that they let in versus the teams that they left out. Um, I think Illinois State's got a legitimate case to be in the field. Uh, there's always a knock that mid-majors don't play anybody. Well, you look at, like, Indiana went and lost to FW, I think it was. So it's, yeah, they don't play anybody, but also those big schools don't go play them either. So it's kind of a toss-up. But, yeah, I think they did a good job this year. I don't have any uh, major complaints with the field.
4: Ian, uh, one quick, quick thing before we let you run tonight. The women's selection show, you do a lot with the Iowa State women's team. On the bubble, most people think that they're pretty firmly in. What do the Fenleys and company have to say about that as they await their uh, fate tonight?
6: Uh, Coach Fenley's always said, you know, I'm not going to say that we're in, uh, until I see our name penciled in. I think the team feels the same way, but I talked to Doug Feinberg, the uh, lead AP women's basketball writer for a story I did earlier that ran Sunday. Um, just about their chances. He penciled them in. I checked the ESPN women's basketball bracketology every day. Uh, Charlie Cream has them in just about. Uh, I think consistently this week it's been uh, as a ten seed against Tennessee in College Park, Maryland. So I think at this juncture, it's pretty safe to say that they're in. Uh, they won't tell you that, but I would look for their name tonight.
2: All right, pal. It's always good when we catch up with you. Are, I'm taking. Are you headed up to Milwaukee as well, or is it just Travis?
6: Uh, that'll just be Travis. I think I might hit the road with the women, but okay, uh, yet to be determined.
2: Fair enough. Have a great day, man. Always good to talk to you, Ian. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. See you there, Aaron uh, Ian Murphy, rather uh, Ames Trib on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. We'll be right back.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for news, talk, sports. Seventeen hundred K B G G.
4: The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roofs, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866,
0: or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. you soon. here's a question for you do you know this song
8: okay let's think about this why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note for note they never set out to memorize that's the power of sound it's sticky when you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message with some frequency week after week for about six months It gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too, but advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio, the power of sound.
5: Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting
9: these new members. For sure, Roofing LLC, Lovejoy Elementary, Consolidated Communications, Woodman Life, NAMI Greater Des Moines, University of Iowa Healthcare, Scott Jensen, Ramada Des Moines Airport Hotel, Staybridge Suites, Des Moines Downtown, Peace Tree Brewing Company, Des Moines Branch, SPW Bookkeeping LLC, DMARC, and Brianna Wingert Design. The Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus
5: Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce online at DSMEastSouthCamber.org.
9: Don't miss this amazing limited time offer from Sprint. Switch and get four lines of unlimited data talk and text, plus HD video and 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot, all for just $22.50 per month per line for four lines. Just $22.50 per line. That's 50% off Verizon Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited Plus rates. And don't forget, Sprint's network reliability is within 1% of Verizon and AT&T. So why would you pay twice as much for your Unlimited plan? Hurry in for the best Unlimited plan ever. Visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1
8: today. After 33118, $60 for line 1, $40 line 2, and $30 lines 3 through 4 per month. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Streams video at up to HD 1080p. Music at up to 1.5 megabits per second. Gaming at up to 8 megabits per second. Credit $30 activation fee.